What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Mission Impossible Brew. This is a very special one reel in mm-hmm. uh, extravaganza. Yeah, damn. Getting ready for the new Mission Impossible, which is Mission Impossible Fallout. So exciting. Coming out so soon. Can't wait. Uh, anyway, so uh, hopefully you've heard our first episode, which is on Mission Impossible 1, obviously. We're on Mission Impossible uh, Dos. Dos. Um, yeah, what can we say about this movie? As it came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it, you're you're Marco Dupa. I forgot. Oh to, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's I am Marco Dupa. Yeah, you're Marco Dupa. It came out in the year 2000. Uh huh. Um, directed by John Woo. Yeah. Very famous uh, Hong Kong film director. Um, unfortunately, I I have to say, when he came to America, he made some farts. <laughs> Definitely made some farts. <laughs> that was John Woo. John Woo made some farts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think his, his crowning achievement of American cinema has to be Face Off. Yeah. But uh, besides that, Broken Arrow, a few others. Is, oh, so his Chow Yun-Fat movies, are they weren't made here? No. No, no, no. Oh. He, he kind of got his name on doing these Chow Yun-Fat double gun, slow-mo, jumping over everything, yeah, blowing gun-fu. stuff up, gun-fu movies. Um, those were not made in America. Those were made in Hong Kong. Ah. Um, so yeah, he, he ended up getting enough clout to come to the States yeah. eventually and made these big, loud, dumb Hollywood blockbusters, which, you know, did well. Yeah. Good for him. I'm not knocking him. Yeah. His film style is, it's fun to watch. Uh-huh. Like if, if he, I bet he makes a really good music video. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> that's like true. His, his style is fun to watch, mm-hmm. but it's like, man, everything else, like uh, the writing, it's it's vapid, is vapid, what it is. It's very good. vapid. Yes, vapid. Yeah. Uh, this film is is so so nine or two thousands. Mm-hmm. It's like so early two thousands time. It it's it just uh, it it reminds me of the scene at the end of the first Men in Black movie mm-hmm. where uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones character has retired. Right. Sorry. Yeah. The, had that on silent my bad mm-hmm. uh tommy lee jones character has retired right and um will has recruited the chick from the movie and they're at the uh hot dog stand and he turns around and he's got on like this like futuristic like preacher suit yeah i don't know what it is but it's awful. It's supposed to look like the future. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like his, his glasses are super small. He like just attaches them to his face mm-hmm. instead like of they're putting Morpheus them on. Morpheus glasses. Yeah. It's like really not a great look. It just looks really strange. Yeah. And like, what what is this your idea of what the year 2000 is going to look like? <laughs> and that's what this movie, like, this is just an hour and a half of that. Yeah. it. Uh, we said in the first one that the very first Mission Impossible aged perfectly. Yeah. This one. Oh, oh boy! Oh, man. Wow, this thing, wow, wow, wow. Could, this thing couldn't have aged worse. Yeah, everything I, about it. Like he gets his mission statement from a pair of Oakleys mm-hmm. that were rocketed from a helicopter, right. and then and then he tosses them at the camera, at the screen as it blows up into the credits. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just so fucking rad, bro. Extreme so rad. I was trying to actually find a beer that was like extreme or like mm-hmm. you know some kind of stupid you know late 90s douchey you sure uh, got some mountain dew oh yeah mm. uh, i can't stomach mountain dew <laughs> so 
it'd be fun prop, but yeah. then you'd be like, well, that was money wasted. Yeah, so let's just look at it. Yeah. Look at the bottle. So, anyway. We, we're four years removed from a classic film. Mm-hmm. And the, you get the team back together. Different director. Right. Very different director. Very different director. Different different look, different ideals, different, different uh, stylization. Mm-hmm. But returning cast members. Mm-hmm. So... You get that. Yeah, we still have Ethan, and we have Ving Rhames' character, Ving too. Ving Rhames. Getting disrespected. The way that they introduced Ving Rhames in the, in the second one. Shit. Just, just, just pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Just walks off the, uh, um, the helicopter mm-hmm. like he's just some fucking nobody. It's like, nah, man. You fucking stop the film. You let him walk in in slow-mo. You let a dove fly by while he's walking in. <laughs> You you put some respect on his name. Uh huh. He deserves respect it. on it. Deserves it. He deserves it. Fuck yeah, he deserves mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah. This time, this time, and you know what? Last time too, because mm. we were talking about how the the plot of this well part of the plot, the subplot of this movie, is predicated on two dudes who just are head over heels for this one woman, right? Yeah. And then I realized the first one is sort of that too. John Voight's character is not head over heels, but Tom Cruise's character. Yeah, you know a lot of the mistakes that mistakes that he makes are based in the fact that like I don't know if I can trust you, or he wants to trust her, or like mm. he fucks up and trusts her. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like it does. So the 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 main story here is that women are bad. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then isn't the third one based around like his wife or something like that? Or uh, yeah, she yeah, gets, like, it is. It is. It's it's based. The the main conflict is around his wife that because yeah. well the entire thing with ethan hunt is that he is kind of uh, not a very deep character yeah you know he's he's just a vehicle i feel for the audience to kind of live through vicariously mm-hmm. you know he has certain characteristics but for the most part he is kind of just action dude um not very subtle. I mean, uh, you know, Tom Cruise brings what he can to it, but yeah. I, I've never seen Ethan Hunt as being this super, super deep character. It, it's grown over time, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that the the thing that they decide to hit on harder in the third one, at least, is like once he starts caring about people really, then that's the way you get at him. And yeah. that's why he's he's kind of cagey in the first two about you know getting close to women yeah uh, but in this movie in part two he goes right over no, I mean, he just like dives straight into the deep end of the pool like i mean it's 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 not it's like one night yeah he's like he sees her in the from across the hall and he's mm-hmm. like oh she's hot mm-hmm. i'm in love now i love you now and then they they have sex and it's like oh nice. yeah no that's i really really love this right. person it's and like, the uh the, the female is thandy newton Yes, I love me some some Danny Newton, known for her work on Westworld mm-hmm. currently. What a woman! Uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's really that's again where a lot of mistakes that get made, mm-hmm. or a lot of like uh, the the plot hinges on that. Right. Well, as you were saying in the first one, it's more of Tom trying to trust this this woman who turns out to double cross him. Mm-hmm. She ends up dying anyway. Uh, in this one, uh, it's more of uh, Ethan trying to save this woman that he's yeah. suddenly fallen in love with. 
But also the main nemesis bad guy is madly in love with her too, it turns out. Right. So it's basically just them clashing over this woman the yeah. entire time. And you know what? She doesn't double cross him and she lives. Yeah. There you go. I don't think so. There you go. Just saying. Loyalty. If you want to live, be loyal. Especially mm-hmm. to Tom Cruise. It's true. Talking to you, Katie Holmes. Ugh. We come for you. <laughs> don't don't tell her that. <laughs> She's been through enough. <laughs> Please. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know. They might be. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who knows? Yikes. They're fucking psychos. Yeah, that's true. He's a psycho. Yeah. He's a psycho in real life. We don't talk about real life Tom Cruise. You're right. You're right. You're right. We don't talk about real life Tom Cruise. This is a safe space. Movie Tom Cruise. What a man. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wonderful man. So, uh, you get the the Limbiscuit remix Mm -hmm. of the theme. Super douchey. And you can hear, like, the douchiness. It just oozes. Yeah. Fucking, ugh, this is awesome, bro. And then it ends, mind you, with a early 2000s Metallica song. Yeah. Which is awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Tom Cruise has grown his hair out. It opens with him fucking Free climbing. rock climbing. I mean, what more do you really need? Yeah. Honestly. Cargo pants galore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the return of that idiotic uh face mask technology yeah but in this one they actually use the actor and they have a cg effect where they pull the side of their face and it yeah. comes off doesn't it doesn't oh it, face off was that yeah, ah. mm. Mm. yeah you know honestly though it's eerily similar though yeah like with the with the um the voice technology yeah just put the thing on there and like okay now the little strip that modifies your voice to have the exact same voice as the other person and then the the, and and you know that's the other thing uh, one of the one of the criticisms lobbied at face off which makes perfect sense is okay yeah maybe you can put this dude's face on this dude's body but they still have incredibly different body types right so like when the wife sleeps with Nick Cage's character as Travolta. Mm-hmm. Like you might notice something a being little off. something something. I, you know, I, I think they try to cover that plot hole by saying like they like completely changed their like body hair and stuff to match, but you ding dong is get ding dong, you know? Right. You gag so, is gag. Exactly. And and again, um even still, what, just because they're both shaved? What does that mean? I don't know, man. Like, one body type is different from another body type. It's just, like, I mean... Your bones are different. Yeah, everything. And, and you know, for you can say whatever you want about Nick Cage, but he is ripped to shreds. Mm. Ripped to shreds. Yeah. He takes care of himself. Travolta? Not so much. He's <laughs> a pudgy bastard. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different film That's altogether. neither here nor there, yeah. But I say that because uh, they do that in this film... Right? Twice. Yeah. Three times. Once, twice, three times a lady. Yeah. Where uh, the made bad guy plays Tom Cruise twice. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> skipping ahead here, but the most convenient, the most inconvenient convenience ever mm-hmm. in the film, wherein, you know, we're, we're towards the end uh, shit is exploding. Obviously, this is a bigger action film than mm-hmm. the first one. Oh, tons of explosions! Yeah. He 
Christ almighty. Ethan Hunt and uh, the main bad guy's main henchman, they get into a fight. They have a, they have a short fight scene. Mm. Some, he throws a grenade. Shit blows up. People fall. Don't know what happens. Come back, and he's captured Ethan Hunt. And you're like, oh, shit. He captured him. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's not, but he, he, he can't talk because the guy broke his jaw. You're like, oh, shit. Punched him so fucking hard he broke his jaw. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. The bad guy pulls out a gun and actually opens fire on him directly in the chest mm-hmm. just lights his ass up you're like holy shit they this is getting Ethan your gun Hunt. off they, this is that's the line this mm-hmm. is getting your gun off and he got it off all over him mm-hmm. bloody bloody mess but then 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 he sees the wound on his pinky finger which happened to him earlier in the film mm-hmm. which is a telltale sign that oh wait a minute not only does Tom Cruise have a mask of himself. He's walking around with his own mask. Right. And also the mask of the henchman. henchman. Just in case. Because. Yeah. So either this is complete horseshit and it's a gaping plot hole or Ethan Hunt is walking around with everyone's face just in case. In his pocket. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's face and everyone's voice recognition thing. Right, the little strip. Just in case he needs to, at some point, impersonate one mm-hmm. of them. Which, mind you, I told you, I think in the third one, they try to cover that plot hole a bit by having a, a mobile device that allows them to make it on the run. So what does it do? Just like scan their face really quickly and it, it just it does that. 3D prints rubber? Yeah, it does that. It's, it has like, you know, a spray sort of thing that paints it the right color of pigment and then also for the voice thing there's a uh, something that you just have to have the person say a phrase like a full phrase uh-huh. and it's able to download their voice and like modulate and estimate what <laughs> everything else would be that that's they say bullshit, Adam. at bullshit. least it's an answer <laughs> at least it's an answer i think that's in the third one i may be mistaken but all right we'll, we'll, we'll find we'll get out to that we'll obviously come back to this conversation but as it stands yeah because that's that's a retcon thing to yeah. kind of explain oh, yeah, away yeah. something. Because as it stands... Oh, yeah, J.J. comes in and is like... Mm, yeah, we got, we got to do something about that. Yeah. yeah. So, not not good. Yeah. Not good. The yeah. film as a whole, I mean, full-on 2000s romp. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And everything about it, from, their, from the, the stylization of the way that they filmed it, to their clothes, to... Their dialogues, great, mm-hmm. super corny, just. I mean, I, I like. <sighs> well, one thing I did like about it was the intro, because the first time you see Ethan Hunt after four years of you know the last movie being out is, he's not him. Yeah, like he he is a. He is the bad guy. Yeah, it's a smart way to open the film. Right. I like that. When I, especially when I first saw it, obviously. I didn't know that that was going to be the twist. Yeah. And I was like, man, this guy kind of sucks. Yeah. He's killing this entire plane of people. Yeah. And then, no, it, it turns out to be the bad guy. So I thought that was a pretty cool bait and switch. I think it would would have been even cooler if he like actually just was the bad guy in this film. Then you wouldn't have the rest of the movies, though. Well, no. I mean, you fucking change the whole thing around. Yeah, I guess you're right. Whatever. Sacrifice the rest of those to make two good. <laughs> we, no, I wouldn't do that. Absolutely I wouldn't not. Do that. I wouldn't do that. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a great, 
great opening sequence the action set pieces excuse me even if it's like you know this corny 2000s romp the set pieces are pretty fucking cool yeah the motorcycle chase scene Mm -hmm. is dope um some good shootouts good shootouts the gun foo Mm -hmm. you know john woo say whatever you want about him but man can choreograph a a fight scene Mm -hmm. um except for that last fight scene yeah with tom cruise and the and the main bad guy on the beach yeah so bad the gratuitous slow-mo the weird like their moves were just ah they're they're just neither one of them both of them could have done with another six to eight months of martial Martial arts arts training training, yeah just just to smooth those moves out a little bit just Mm -hmm. smooth them out a bit yeah you know but yeah what are you gonna do neither here nor there right you get spoiled especially myself i've I've watched so many kung fu and martial arts movies Mm -hmm. that like i just can't i can't stand badly choreographed fight scenes it sucks no it's awful it sucks completely rips me out of the movie yeah like i will i'm okay with sloppy brutal hand-to-hand combat where it's just like two bulldozers crashing into mm-hmm. each other i'm fine with that because yeah. that's like real fights dudes just swinging all crazy that's, I'm good. those are good fight scenes yeah but if you're gonna sit here and tell me that this is a these are two highly trained operatives which okay we haven't really discussed the plot because it doesn't really matter but yeah. there's a plot it, there is a bit of a plot and the main bad guy double crosses IMF. He was an he agent. was an agent. Yeah, that's how he got his hands on uh, Ethan's face in the uh-huh. first place. He doubled him a couple of times after Ethan went on vacation. Yeah. I guess so he went on a four year vacation, and they needed. It doesn't even make any fucking sense though, because why would they need? Why would they specifically need Ethan Hunt's face? I don't know. That that was something that always bothered me. Is like why why would he need to be doubled? He's yeah. an agent. He can do it himself. Right. Like do it do it something. Just, ha- just him be the guy. Right. Or, we need it. We need an IMF. IMF. We would like Ethan Hunt. Well, Ethan's gone. Here's right. Homeboy. The only case that I can see is if he already had like contacts with somebody, and they know his face is his real face. Yeah. Then they would need to have somebody cover in for him. Yeah. You know, that's the only time. Yeah, I can and I see guess that. I mean that's kind of what they. That's kind of how they um, uh, force feed it with uh, Einstein, where <laughs> yeah. he's like, "I've I only trust Dimitri," mm-hmm. and you're like, "Yeah, okay, sure, right, fine, fine, yeah." Uh, but whatever. So the 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 thin the thin plot here is Einstein has created um, a super flu by mixing two flus together that's pretty much how they explain yeah. it yeah uh as he works for the company biosite biosite and they spell it it's almost like cyberdyne yeah it's just biosite c-y-t-e biosite biosite so he works for this company he's created uh the super flu and he's also created the um vaccine vaccine for the super flu uh the super flu uh they did that to try to find a cure right, for 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 a bunch viruses of yeah. yeah and uh well they were successful but mm-hmm. the super flu was like um fucking super flu so chimera. it gets out yeah they say that so many fucking times chimera uh if it gets out it obviously would be uh, uh a pandemic 
Right. And so that's basically what the movie's based on is the guy gets he wants his hands on it so he can create a pandemic and then, and then sell, sell the, the vaccine. Bellerophon. But he wants to, you know, the twist is he not only wants to have uh, profits from the sell of the vaccine, he wants stock options in the company because he predicts that the movie or the movie. The movie. <laughs> he predicts that the uh, stocks are going to fucking skyrocket after the blah, blah, blah. If I'm boring you, I'm boring myself. Yeah. This fucking plot. And I think they kind of know that. Mm-hmm. Because the, the action... Here's some explosions. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost nonstop. Like, the first, I'd say, half an hour of the film, you're like, okay, this is another slow burn without the intelligence of the first film. Well, after a plane explodes. Yes, yes. After the plane explodes. <laughs> yeah. After that. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing. With, with the pilot, mm-hmm. how, they don't explain... They well, they did say that the, the pilot who was supposed to pilot that plane was found in, like, yeah, a suitcase or something. Right. So so what did they just go? He hey, a, Brian's. We sick. need a sub. There's hey, there's a pilot. He's just sitting there waiting to pilot. Yes, I'm a pilot. I pilot things. His accent was all over the oh place. My God, his accent was worse than mine. Where's he fucking, from? <laughs> where's that man from? Clue, man. Yeah, strange. So yeah, crash the plane, kill the guy. Whatever, whatever. Plots vapid. Doesn't really make a whole bunch of sense just kind of seems shoehorned in you know yeah, it's just a, shoehorned in but like uh well, it's, it's a vehicle for the action that's yeah, all it is exactly yeah. exactly yeah so i mean yeah it's all about them trying to get that virus mm-hmm. uh and get it before the bad guy does essentially yeah. yeah so things happen good guys win they destroy the virus yeah and that's pretty much it pretty straightforward yeah. there's not there's nothing there's nothing wholly incredible about the second one there's nothing like jaw dropping jaw dropping about the action uh yeah it's just kind of like paint by numbers action movie. I, I could see why this this film could have killed the series yeah absolutely which is why i'm so surprised they even went on yeah. to make another one yeah um well i mean this one had to be like mega successful regardless yeah. of the critical claim i mean it had to have just done gangbusters we're gonna find out in a second like it had to have just i can't imagine it didn't do let's guess what do you think i don't even know man take a guess uh hmm oh it depends on how much how much do you think it it costs to make all right i'll tell you the budget i'll look at the budget before i look at the uh 125 million dollars to make the movie 125 million um I'm gonna say it made two fifty. Uh, uh, worldwide? Yeah. No. Lower? <sighs> Higher, bro. Oh. Uh, three hundred. Higher. Four hundred. Higher. Jesus, five hundred. Higher. <sighs> Getting hot. Uh, it made about five fifty. Okay. Five fifty. Wow. Off of a, I mean, basically a, a lackluster film. Yeah. I mean, the only honestly the only thing the only good thing about it really is you know Tom Cruise. Yeah. Just cruising. It's just doing his does. fucking thing, man. That's what he does. I mean, he's a fucking winner. Yeah. I hate to I hate to praise a guy who you know people dislike so much, but I just can't help it. Yeah. Tom Cruise on screen 
It's fantastic. Top five dead or alive, yeah. man. He does oh, it all. He's something that you don't see a lot of nowadays, and that's a genuine movie star. Yes. A-list movie star. Right. He would have made it in, like, the 40s. Yeah. You know? Like, he's he's a face. Drop him in any era. Right. This dude is going to fucking... He's going to kick a lot of ass. Yeah. So... I mean, think about it. He's made it through three eras. He's, yeah. He was out in the 80s. Yeah. 90s, 2000s. He's still rocking. Bam. Still rocking. Yep. So... You know, I won't stand for any Tom Cruise hate. Not around these parts. Mm, not in this house. Mm-mm, not here. So yeah, he's 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 basically the the he's the saving grace of the film. Yeah, and just dumb action. If you if you want to turn your brain off for a couple hours, my my other big sort of negative on this movie is that it's it's over long. Yeah, it is too long of a it's, movie. It's too much. It doesn't need to be that long. That's too long. The entire uh, you didn't need the entire horse scene. Other than the fact that, like, yeah, it no. proves, it, it, it helps him, it helps the bad guy find out that Tandy Newton is uh, double-crossing him. Yeah. Other than that, that whole scene's just useless. It's like 15 minutes. You're like, what's happening here? Yeah. Why do we need this? Yeah. I mean, there's there's lots this. of little scenes I feel could have been cut. Yeah. Or just shortened. Shortened. Yeah. We get yeah. the idea after a while. Oh, 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 but, 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 we forgot to mention Anthony fucking Hopkins. Oof. With the cameo of a life, crushing it. Yeah, he Just, never he he will forever crush every scene he's in. Everything. He's he's just he's he's a he's a he's a tsunami. He's a scene of, crusher of of action of not of action of acting. <laughs> look, look at that action packed man. <laughs> action packed. No, a tsunami of acting. Elderly Englishman. Guy just walks on scene. He's just like this is mine now. I'm stealing this. Thank you. You pay me. I'm walking away with this now. Yeah. He crushes. He does. He's great. He's great That's in that. Fantastic. Yeah. And a young Tandy Newton is... Great. <sighs> She's great. Dreamy. Crushes. So great. Yeah. Very dreamy. Yeah. Anyway, so if you had to give it a score, what would you give it? I'd give Mission Impossible 2 a 3 out of 6. Mm-hmm exactly what i was thinking <laughs> middle of the road movie like if it's on i'd watch it for at least a little bit yeah but um yeah definitely not up to par with the rest of the series it ain't no mi1 absolutely not Mm-mm. very disappointing after such a strong movie out the bat yeah but i don't know we'll see how the rest of the series goes that's right yeah anyway for mission impossible brew mm-hmm. this is adam obesis rodriguez that's right to my left and slash front is Marco Dupa. And always behind you. Always behind. Breathing on my neck. Uh-huh. Look in your ear. Until next time, we love you. <laughs>